Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Golf Balling Podcast, episode number 81. I'm your host, Jackson, joined by my two co-hosts. Hello. Nick, episode 81. Shout out, uh, rest in peace, Kobe. 81 points. True. And uh, I am Sean here, and today, this episode is brought to you by Happy Nuts. Now, if you're out on the course on a hot day, uh, which we, we tend to do a lot, we play a lot of warm golf, I can almost guarantee your gonads are a little sweaty, and you might be suffering from swass, chub rub, or the dreaded bat wing. Which, for those of you that don't know, is when your nuts stick to your thigh. If you're experiencing one or all of these issues, we'd love to introduce you to Happy Nuts, an innovative lotion designed specifically for your balls. (laughs) (laughs) Word balls just gets me. (laughs) It applies as a lotion and dries as a silky smooth powder layer to keep you cool and comfortable on the links. Use code BIRDIE to receive 20% off your first order from happynuts.com. Get yours today and experience a new level of comfort below the belt. That's my happynuts.com. Yeah, guys, so the website will be in the description. Um, Sean actually has a fun little anecdote here. Or did you not want to share the anecdote about post-it notes? Oh, <laughs> we were before this ad read, we were talking about it. And, you know, the bat wing is when, you're, uh, when your balls stick to your thigh. And I... I brought up that that's how post-it notes were created. The uh, the inventor said, man, I wish something would stick like that. And you know what? He found a great goddamn solution. So shout out that guy. So post-it notes, happy nuts, buy them both. Uh, but only the happy nuts will be in the bio. I mean, do something for yourself. Do something for your nuts. Make them happy. It's makes, a perfect stock- makes, a, makes a big difference out there. It's a perfect stocking stuffer for the Christmas season. Um, Everyone we, loves happy nuts. Happy nuts, happy man. Yeah, so we have a fun little topic today that one of our co-hosts actually submitted to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Would you like to share? Um, yeah, so, you know, I was thinking, should, like, we, we see a lot of, we talk about drinking during our rounds, but we really don't talk about drinking, like, on the PJ Tour, and uh, Jackson... Um, you tried to play in a professional event once and they did not let you. <laughs> Drinking was not allowed. Um, so I think our thoughts uh, kind of about the topic of, you know, drinking on the course in the PGA Tour. What was that tournament where the there was a cart girl in one of the shots? Um, it was in like a PGA Tour month. event? Yeah, it was like last month. Really? Yeah. That'd be hilarious <laughs> if you just saw like... It was hilarious. I can't remember. I've, I can't remember which one it was. I mean, if you talk to, like, any professional golfer, they'll have stories about people drinking on the course, even on the PGA Tour. In a PGA Tour round? Yeah. Like, there are guys that, you know, barely made the cut, maybe played badly Saturday, too. They go out, they get fucked up, need a little hair of the dog the next day. So, you know, they're throwing them down. Well, I think that this is the answer. I think it's the solution to making golf fun. Imagine if you're just... You're watching a golf tournament and you see like, who's a who's a real players player? Brooks. No, yeah. Uh, no. Like. Oh, maybe DJ. Like a pretty. Are you talking about like a pretty serious? No, uh, not a serious player. Oh, yeah, oh I was saying Brooks. Like a guy's guy. I, oh, okay. No. It's like, a Brooks. Like imagine you see Brooks on the first tee at some like even like the Arnold Palmer, just any random golf tournament, and you just pound one on one. Like, that should be allowed. That's just cool. I would love to just see Brooks drink a beer in general. I feel like that'd be pretty entertaining. Yeah, I think tequila shot for any first player, any player who plays 
The Masters for the first time has to take a tequila shot on the first, first hole. hole that'd yeah. be kind of funny. Eighteenth yeah. hole, the Masters leader has to shotgun a beer. That yeah. would see. That would be so cool. That would be unbelievable. You know, maybe drink. maybe fuck the PJ Tour. Let's just start a tour where we encourage drinking. I I think that I think that's unbelievable. I was kind of playing around with maybe what if in the matches they, it was it was kind of uh, what's a what's a good word. I'm not good with good words. Acceptable. Acceptable. Yeah, encouraged. Encouraged. If the if the players were encouraged to drink, you start to get more celebrities. That's where I start to. That's where I, I'd see the matches start to really take off. If you if these guys are just out here drinking, hammered. I mean, I think the two biggest concerns, like obviously, they don't want to promote drinking to the young audience, <laughs> which is ridiculous because really... golf doesn't have a fucking young audience. <laughs> what twelve year olds out here watching golf? And then they would have to. They'd really have to censor the mics. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> you get guys who'd have a couple too many, and it would just be f bombs left and right. Maybe there's a limit. Maybe one drink a nine. I mean, oh, that's just boring on. at that point. Well, I know it's boring. That'd but... be elect. It'd be electric though if player like if you actually got to watch PGA Tour players get fucked up, like no no censorship on the mics. They're just all over the place. Like that'd be a great time. Yeah, I I concur. And it would take away from this stigma that all golfers have boring personalities. Yeah. You know, I would love to see Jordan Spieth have a few beers. Well, I'd love to know who on the tour can pound the most and still put together a good round. Well, if you count John Daly, probably him. Yeah, but it, yeah, we can't because he's not on the tour, so... Yeah, but he... He's kind of a legend, so... Well, I know, but in, like, if this were to actually happen in the majors, John Daly comes out, maybe he's got another leg injury, he's carting it, and he's just... Pounding him back. So. Honestly, sleeper pick would be Kevin Kisner. Yeah, Kiz could probably knock like, him down. I don't know if you've heard Kiz's stories when he's at home. Like he does, he doesn't really like practice too hard. He just kind of plays golf and gets fucked up with his friends. True, but I know. Well, I wonder I, why he's a not great golfer. He's been kicked off of golf courses before. That's like, awesome. In, his, <laughs> in South Carolina. That's awesome. See, like I talked about this before the show, um, but what if they had a PJ Tour event? Where the amount of drinks you had subtracted a stroke. Every drink subtracted one stroke from your score. So the winner of the tournament would be whoever shoots the lowest score and drinks the most beers in a sense. I wonder what the winning score would be. Like So let's say like let's say a normal normal winning score at that tournament would be like twenty under. Wow. I wanna know what they would get to. I mean I would assume forty. No. No, no way. The, their their play is gonna get worse. Like, these guys are used to playing at such a high level sober. Like, they're not going to be as good drinking. But how hilarious would, how hilarious would it be? It's like DJ and Bryson, and it's Bryson's got a two-stroke lead over DJ, and DJ's on, like, the 18th tee, and he's just pounding drinks. <laughs> trying to get... Dude, every, every sober golfer would just be like, fuck this. I don't think that's what DJ would be doing on 17 if... if uh festivities were allowed on the course <laughs> <laughs> but imagine imagine they're just pounding drinks and it's just like a broadcast while bryson's pit, like bryson has like a four foot part putt for par and DJ's they have like two cameras dj's just pounding drinks um i actually what does bryson drink no 
Yeah, that's not shocking. Yeah, so then he <laughs> that's a handicap right there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Bryce would really struggle in this new golf league, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, I think we need it. There has to be an event. There has to be, like, the match. That's how they make it more interesting. Like, if we saw freaking Peyton Manning downing beers and Steph Curry downing beers. Tiger Woods drinking a beer. Tiger Woods taking a shot would, would blow up on every social media even if he wasn't on a golf course oh there's just I mean, a video have, of tiger woods have you ever heard that story uh it was like john daly was telling it it was after a tournament he was like he was at the bar tiger was practicing like tiger went to go work out john daly's still at the bar tiger went to hit balls john daly's still at the bar <laughs> and john was like tiger like have a drink with us come on what the fuck are you doing and he's like, he was just like, if I had as much talent as you, I could, but I don't. Wow. And then like John Daly played better than him the next day, and like they were paired up. And he's just like, wow, maybe I should start drinking before <laughs> tournaments. That's funny. I like that. Do you think Tiger John Daly has more talent than Tiger? Hundred percent. Really? 100%. Do you think Tiger is the most talented golfer? So you don't think Tiger is? Like, well, I mean, I'm thinking natural talent. Yeah, Tiger's like, the most hardworking golfer of all time. I would say. So hard to be hard John, to John Daly has probably the best hand-eye coordination of any golfer ever to play. Wow. Have you even like seen how he hits his wedges? Like he he takes like a full swing with every wedge and I just like, like he just essentially purposely chunks the ball to control distance. Like that's how he plays his wedge shots. It's fucking incredible. Like, like to do that takes so much precision. Put some respect on his name, Nick. I feel like I kind of do that. Like, I feel like me and John Daly have sim- similar, similar swing styles. Fuck dyslexia. It's that, it, it, you also could just be dumb. It, it's, it's not every, not every fuck up is dyslexia. I want to get diagnosed with something so I can just start pulling a neck and I, blaming shit I think shit I'm going to have to start, like, anytime I forget what I'm saying, I'm just going to say hey, dyslexia. You know what? You well, know can you be, cut that out? I yeah. want to be diagnosed with Tourette's. Like, I don't okay. actually want to Okay, capture. yeah, let's move on here. We'll, we'll, let's move we'll on cut here. That out. Cut let's, that out. Cut just that out start saying shit. There's way too much random stuff going on in this from both cut of you right out. now. So let's move on to a new topic. If you a guys, new topic already? If you guys <laughs> a new are, topic. I don't think we're ready for that yet. Well, you're talking about Tourette's and you're talking about an imaginary person. So let's talk about... Have if, you listened to our podcast before? <laughs> yeah, but we're 10 minutes in. It's a little... Earlier. We're only 10 minutes in? Yeah, so we gotta switch topics. We can't switch topics now. We gotta get this topic going a little bit more. We gotta talk. We gotta get more in depth. Yeah, who who do you think would put down the most beers, and what would that number be, and like us in a tournament? <laughs> Probably definitely Brooks. He's a beast. Oh, well, there's gotta be somebody. Who it depends. Drinks, like, is Brooks more. is Brooks trying to win? Who's the biggest alcohol? Is it, is it a major tour? No, it's not a major. So, Jordan Spieth might be a big sleeper, guys. If it's, <laughs> if it's not a major, Brooks might go 12 deep. Jordan Spieth use, is used to drowning himself in, like, I'm wondering. I'm wondering every round he's played. If they're life. drinking cheap beer, like I'm imagining Coors Light. Well, like Brooks is going to have his Michelob Ultra. Yeah, so a Michelob Ultra. I, how many beers do you think it Like, does Brooks go through a six-pack? Does he feel buzzed through a six-pack? Like, I, I don't know. You'd have to ask He's a that. physical specimen. Like, it... When yeah, do you when do you feel buzzed after beers? How many beers? It all depends on timing, what you've eaten. Ooh. Who's like the? Just give me an answer. <laughs> Six or seven. Yeah, see, really Harry exactly. Higgs might be the best. I think Harry. Oh, Higgs. Harry, Harry Higgs. Mass body mass index. Yeah. Harry Harry Higgs is one of the most electric guys in golf. Yeah, I think you got to go for the big guys like 6'5", 
I don't know if there's just Honestly, though, I feel like Justin Thomas would be a sleeper. No, Justin Thomas. I think Justin Thomas puts it down. He's too tryhard. No, so you know that night Morgan Wallen was at that bar in Alabama. Yeah. Justin Thomas was at the same bar. Yeah. Yeah, so no. like, I mean, I, probably, like, I know, but this isn't a golf tournament. There's, sp- there's a spring break. He's thing, watching like, the Alabama LSU game. I know, That's but I, I think going. he's. I think, I think. I think he can put him down. No, I think Justin Thomas is the exact I, opposite. I think yeah. he's drinking like two drinks around. Like, I, I think, he's like, dude, I'm I'm really drunk, man. I can't play. I can't drink anymore. I'm sure he no because. You just dislike spring, Justin Thomas. Yeah, Nick, no, I like Justin the spring, Thomas. The spring break trips would, would prove that point otherwise. Oh, really? Were you there? Yeah. We need those to happen. We again. filmed it. <laughs> maybe maybe that's what's going wrong with the world. There are no spring break trips from the PJ Tour. Exactly. I feel like Justin Thomas drinks, but I don't think it's like nearly no, enough exactly. as Harry Higgs. Well, I, I just think on a course, Justin Thomas, judging off of how angry he gets when he doesn't hit a perfect shot literally every fucking time he complains, which is really starting to piss me off. There's no way this hardcore... Justin Thomas is kind of a boomer in my eyes, like a young boomer. There's no way this man is I drinking more than one beer. I didn't how early he started golf. Like, he started, he played on the PGA Tour when he was 16. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he... What'd you do at 16? <clears throat> Have a quinceanera? Eat a hot dog on a golf course? <laughs> <and> <laughs> my Amazing photo. photo. <laughs> <laughs> Most iconic photo, I think, to come out of our high school. That is shit. I don't know. Jeez. Like, <laughs> I actually just remembered one, one person who I think would be very good. John Rahm. Big guy. Big guy. He's got he's got the temper. So you, Tequila. You, you get to see you get to see that temper flare. Oh, the Spanish. Yeah, might be a little too much flare. The Spanish me. like to drink. Yeah. The Spanish like to down tequila, I think. I don't know. Maybe probably not tequila. Another drink. I think I think he'd be entertaining. I think a real sleeper here, and this is a much more sleeper sleeper than your sleeper. Yeah. yeah. This is sleepy. I'm sleeping. Graham McDowell. Dude. I think he could resurge his career if they were to introduce drinking. Ooh, you got to think about his Irish roots. Yeah. <laughs> the entire country of Ireland would just be yeah. Rory, yeah, Rory. Pr- old Rory, like Ryder Cup Rory, yeah. Prime Ryder Rory, but not newly father, newly wed. We'd, we'd have to get Chubby Rory back again. Yeah, it'd have Chubby to be Chubby Rory. Rory. Put him down. Chubby Rory would would do great in this in this hypothetical. God, this this like needs to happen. Like this <laughs> Ireland, needs to happen. Ireland would become like the best country for golfers yeah. in the yeah. world. Yeah, who's <laughs> yeah. I really think this is how uh, Graham McDowell. Somebody, if you know Graham McDowell, send this over to him. Get his agent going. Let's work on this. Right this is like a non-sleeper. This is a sleeper that you wouldn't think. Matt Kuchar. I oh, feel like he's got a lot of problems. Like he's just he's either not drinking at all or he's, he's not like drinking, no, Matt, drinking a shit ton. He, to, he's not drinking. He strikes at all. me as a kind of guy that has a glass of red wine every night. Yeah. Definitely a big red wine guy. There's yeah, no he, way he, he strikes not. me as a guy on Xanax like ninety percent of his life. Just had his son caddy for him. There's no way he would pound beers on a golf course. I would say, dude. I I don't know. A lot I, of dads. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if if Matt Kuchar doesn't even drink beer. I could see him just no, being a wine dr- guy. He's just a Michelob Ultra guy. He only I, drinks Michelob Ultra. That's my personal. There's opinion. no way Matt Kuchar drinks shit beer. Not I, saying I, that I, about Michelob Ultra. Ultra shit beer. Well, I'm saying it's a domestic beer. I don't think Matt Kuchar drinks domestic beer ever. No, he loves a Michelob Ultra. Loves a Michelob I think Ultra. if he's going any domestic, that would be the only possible route I could see Matt Kuchar going. What do you think his favorite beer is? I agree with Sean. I don't think he... I, you think he I would, would, I would have red to, wine? I would have to guy? say, like... I, I, I think looked believe. at the man he wears Sketchers. He's a man of finer I things. That. That's a Michelob <laughs> Ultra type of guy. That's a guy who's like... So he and Brooks are drinking the same beers? Yeah, I could see him. I think... I'm sure he loves Stella. I'm sure Stella might be his favorite beer. And then I'm sure... 
he low-key indulges in blue moons and his like wife probably makes fun of him for it because they're kind of <laughs> orangey like, so <laughs> he likes the wheat beer yeah he likes the wheat beer i kind of want a beer right now like just a miller light on tap like oh an on tap beer that that hasn't, been, ta- that hasn't been done in months I feel yeah like... speak for yourself there bud oh yeah <laughs> all right yeah. corona corona boy all right dude I just... have, he's had corona i have <laughs> you know yeah. what yeah i did can we i want to keep on the drinking topic mm-hmm. but i kind of want to just discuss the legitimacy if 18 beers in a round is possible i we, dude people are always coming in our comments like oh i drink a beer whole all the time it's like well first of all no you don't. you're taking a sip of shot i'm telling you that right now if you're doing a beer whole you're taking a sip of shot I, i'm just thinking about how much i'd have to fucking pee on the golf course uh yeah but probably on the back nine you'd forget about that. i don't want i also can i just have like instead of a beer hole can i do like a drink a hole that's fine yeah. Yeah. Because I I want to do diet sprite. The mixie's vodka. gonna it's gonna fill you up. You'd have to start doing like triples. It's gonna fill you up. Triples? Why yeah, triples? It's gonna fill you up, Nick. You can't you can't triple 18, shots. Drink eighteen sprites any day. Just, oh, yeah, I'm down with doing a shot a hole. Shot a hole. I think guys. So we're going to Houston in January. Shot. I, I really think I. Let us send us some feedback if you guys think we should try this because I think we do. Is a beer? Do we have to do a beer hole or does it can't can it be a shot of hole? Because like yeah, I just want a the drink rules. A hole. Yeah, a shot a shot's yeah. fine. Shot alcoholic beverage yeah. a hole. So the thing is, is you'd have to puke at least twice. No, I I don't. I'm not puking. I've never puked. You need. To, I've never puked. Well, then you can't do eighteen. Then you can't do eighteen. I can. I will out drink you, Jackson. That's a bet right here. I will out drink Jackson. Never claim to be capable of out drinking you, nor do I want to. All I'm saying is that. So we having a drink off or what? All I'm off? saying is, for me, my max beers would probably be ten, just on like a college night. So for me to go 18 beers in one round, I'd have to puke a lot. I'd have to puke whenever I felt like puking, and I probably would. So, I think the thing is, you have to find a, you got to get a round where it's pretty slow. You can't you can't play a fast round. But you don't want to get too. I feel like you'd have to go. We'd have to go with somebody sober, like alexis fox would have to like like somebody would have to watch over us because first off we have to get home yeah do you then, do you know how much of a disaster those last like five <laughs> bowls would be <laughs> we'd just be fucking wandering around i think i think we'd be we'd be talking to any person we saw i honestly I, think that i would actually stop just playing golf after nine and just kind of walk and drink yeah. the rest of the nine I, I think we'd i think we'd tell every single person we saw by the last three holes about golf ball so what if what if we changed it what if we changed it from like one drink a hole to you just have to get eighteen any time around? Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. So what's your strategy then? Are you are you starting hard or are you trying to you trying to catch up at the end? Dude, you have to, uh, dude, you'd have to start strong. Like, I'd say I'd start off with two shotguns. Sip on it, like I. You'd have you're to shotgun a, drink, a lot. Uh, dude. You're finishing a drink every 15 minutes, like in a sense, like <laughs> yeah. that's fucking absurd. Like, it, for four hours, that's absurd. It's it's. <laughs> we're gonna have to be properly hydrated, eating food, ate the yeah, right food. You'd be so bloated after the round. Oh, that's yeah, why I'm saying I got I can't do. You'd be so. Hungry, do you know how many bro. calories that is? Yeah, like 1,800. <laughs> yeah, Quick 1800. maths. <laughs> it's 
had a calorie. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> your whole day is just gone. <laughs> you can't eat the rest of the day. Well, I think it'd be tough because you'd have to, you'd want to have, like, if we're playing in the morning, you'd want to have a big breakfast so that you don't get as drunk as quickly. Yeah. But if you have too no. big of a breakfast, you're not going to want to do it. The only thing that sobers you up is time. Oh my God. You know what I think we could do actually just fairly easily? Well, not fairly easily, but easily, or then more easily than, yeah. I don't know. What did that grammar say? check out? What I'm trying to say is, what if we did a mimosa per hole? Or no. you throw in some mimosas? I think Ooh, it's you... just I think it's just dealer's choice. But you quick, can knock back mimosas. Real quick, back to what Shots. Nick, real quick, back to what Nick just said a minute ago. What you eat before does affect. Does it? Yeah, because it affects how quickly the alcohol gets That's absorbed so in your bloodstream. Okay. So, Thank you, Doc. Yeah, we all know that. Well, he, he disagreed. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> Did said you only, actually? I said the only thing that sobers you up is time. After I made the point that uh, you'd want to have a big breakfast. <laughs> so it seemed like he disagreed. I, I confused in my head. I forgot. It's the if you eat after. I think what would happen is work. we do this. We somehow would finish 18. We'd come home. We'd all probably sleep immediately. We'd wake up later. I don't know if I arrange. Really, I personally don't know if I really want to do this. Now. Fine. Now okay, you can be the 18. sober guy. No, but 18... 18. It'd actually be perfect if you didn't do it, because then you could just... It would dude, fuck up that babysit. next day real bad, too. <laughs> I don't want to babysit, you guys. Um, 18 shots. Well, then just don't come. I won't come. I'm not coming anymore. <laughs> I, I think the move would be going mostly shots. Like, I would say 15 of the 18 are shots. And then just, like, sipping three beers. Jello shots. 18 jello shots. Oh uh, yeah, Jello shots. I mean, if you're given the choice, I'd go. I'd go Fireball. Oh, I think that's the god, easiest thing to put oh. down. <laughs> oh god, you sound like my girl. That's, I kind of agree but that's, with that's you. That's the only like that's the only liquor I could put down 15 shots of, and that's short. You of a time puke frame. so fast on on Fireball though. Fireball? Never, I've never puked from Fireball. <laughs> and Fuck. I would say in the last six months, I've drank more Fireball than I ever have I in my life. Fireball. I think I've started to just hate Fireball. The taste just. What if, what if you did 18 shots of Pink Whitney? No, that's not, that doesn't count. That's not real. That's I not agree real it doesn't. I agree, but I think... Um, what, what is Pink Whitney? Is it 30%? Something like that. It's pussy shit. It's already a mixy. That's when I, last time I drank, uh, I cut my finger with scissors. Pink oh. Whitney. I literally took scissors and cut my pinky. Hmm. And there's a scar. Why? Because I drank too much Pink Whitney. I, ah, Pink I, Whitney is 30%. I mean, Fireball's only 35. So okay, if you're going to no, outlaw no. Pink Whitney, you got to outlaw Fireball. Yeah, I, it's got to be vodka. Straight. Oh, God, dude. No, I can... Well, that, then I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not pulling 15 shots of vodka. Could you do I a shot of champagne? Vodka. Or is that... Probably... No. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to... I mean, you could do a full drink of champagne, not a shot. No, okay, a full drink of champagne. You need to have, like, a you'd have, to have, you'd have to have, like, four bottles of champagne. <laughs> I mean, I do too for whenever we hit a... That's so much alcohol. I drink two That's bottles so of champagne just, whenever we hit a 100K milestone. 18 shots. So, I, I mean, I think I agree. Fireball might be the best route. You got to assume the round's going to be in the hundreds. I don't think, no. it's, I don't think it'd be hundreds. Although, I don't know. I've I never gotten like that get, fucked up on the golf real, course. I think it'd get really When sloppy. I start getting drunk, I start aiming a mile left. I like, think... I was playing a par three last summer where I was very fucked up. And it was like an island green. I was aimed 50 yards left. Like, just Why? aimed straight in the water. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> I think I could shoot 78. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't think, think you could. I don't think you could 
put any round that started I, with a seven or an eight because I hundred. I will bet you. I could bet my life that I would. I break guarantee 90. you. I guarantee I bet my you, life. I, could break I guarantee you by the back nine, you don't give a single fuck about your score. And you I always have, care about. And my I score. bet you'd have a hard time. The counting. Ba- I feel like the back nine would just be like six, seven. Yeah, it, it's like five, you, eight. You, six. you better come off with a. Even par front nine. Yeah, you, you yeah. gotta figure. You gotta, you gotta figure hitting a couple drives ob on the back nine. Yeah, I'm, I'm we're not playing mullies. We're not playing mullies. I think we should try this then because okay, I don't gonna, think you can break I don't know with eighteen I, drinks, Nick. Eighteen. The problem drinks. is I don't think I get to eighteen drinks. I think that's more of the harder problem. I think the eighteen drinks is like. But yeah, in this hypothetical, you just have eighteen drinks, so you gotta play the. You gotta finish the round of golf. Every drink you don't finish is a stroke out of your score. That's stupid. Make it like five. Then, if, if that were the case, you would just have like, I'll just have eight like, drinks and you know, just accept gonna, the ten shots. I was gonna say, I just have like, I'll have like eight beers and shoot an eighty-five and move on with my yeah. life. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's top 18, 18 drinks is just hard to get to. Now we could we could also debate the the flip side that you were talking about earlier. If we were to do this, where we played around a golf and each drink you have is a shot off your score, how many how many drinks do you think you're going with? See, like, this is the idea that I like more, because 18, a beer hole just... That, this me. game just doesn't interest me. I don't know why. It's just so... Well, it's common. all about strategy. It's just so, like, who fucking cares? Just golf and drink a beer when you have an issue. I think I think the key would be... I think it's a great game. I, I have my strategy set. I would have, like, five beers through the first 16 holes. And then I think I'd, I have six shots on 17 and 18. Jesus Christ. <laughs> think about this, Jackson. Like, like, we give you, me and Sean give you shots, right? Like, handicaps involved. And then it's like an even playing field, right? So then it's a competition. I have no desire to do that competition with you. Okay. That's my thing. Well, it wouldn't I'm be competitive sorry. after the first few drinks. No, yeah. It's, no, it's not competi- It's not winning or losing. I would just say it's like, at that point, why don't we just. Like I, I think it would be I think that would be cooler more if you aren't thinking about it till after or like getting towards 15 16 17 where you're like okay what am I what am I at I'm 5 over right now I had 3 beers so I'm 2 over like then you ask everyone like what would you I don't know I think the strategy makes it more fun Yeah I but think you have to like, think you about... have to plan that out that's where you're going to see differences I think that's But why do I even need it so say we play one of these courses by us and we play the backs I'm probably and if this is in the summer, I'm probably gonna shoot like an eighty eighty two. Normally when I play golf I have at least three drinks. So like I'd be totally fine with shooting an eighty two, having three drinks and sh- and ending with seventy nine. Like I, I it's not enough there's no incentive for me to beat either in this game, I would say. Well, if even it's with like, strokes, if though. it's like actually, we're, we're like actually it comp- making it a challenge, recording a video. That's, yeah. that's a very it's a competition. Thing. No, yeah, it's a very different. And loser gets their balls cut off. Yeah, if there's like a, <laughs> there's like a, <laughs> then we'd have to find a new sponsor. Oh, <laughs> um, I, yeah, nuts, has, nuts wouldn't be so happy after that. Loser has to get their nipples pierced or something like that. I, I would like it. I would, yeah, I would like something like Brian Erlocker just hit a drive where, I mean, can you if. I hope they show the tee. The tee is literally right next. Did he just hit a driver on a par three? I I don't know if that's a par three or a short par four. I don't know. This is a really confusing. Did Brian Erlacher just drive a short par four? I don't think so. This tournament just kind of jumps around. Like, yeah. So if, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, yeah, it's um, it's it's like what the PXG collegiate something. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, I mean, it's it's you know, money's going to charity. It's golf. Fun. It, had no it's, idea. It's cool was... that they're playing in an eight some, but I I don't necessarily like the pre recorded aspect of it. You got like it, obviously it would take too long if it's live, but the it, like the pre recorded just. I don't, it doesn't flow nicely. I don't. I don't, like. I don't like that Travis Fulton's the announcer or the interviewee because I don't really know what he provides. But um, the interviewer, the interviewer, because he's a golf coach and he's so. I, basically, what we're talking about. It, I had no idea this thing was even going on. Much like last week's tournament, I had no idea that was going on until we like decided to do the podcast. Sean texts us like an hour before we're recording, saying like, "Oh, let's catch a little of the PXG College Challenge." Like, the fuck is that i swear to god you don't know half the golf tournaments what's going on unless you have golf channel on all day yeah the the publicity and like marketing for this was pretty bad like i, did, I didn't see much about it at all like I'd, I'd seen like a couple swing videos of like uh, austin Eckrat and uh, the other the other college players but like I had to look, uh, I had to scroll through this, like, the official Twitter account for this for oh, so geez. long before I could finally find the list of people in the field. Oh, my God. Like, I had to go 100 tweets back before I Jesus. found who was playing in this goddamn tournament. This is a little uh, off topic, but I do, because I watched the women's PGA, or not the PGA, I watched the women's US Open. Whoa, I, I didn't expect at the that. End, I watched the end, because... Um, I don't know how to pronounce the... I can't remember her name, but she birdied the last three holes. It was, like, really cool to watch. But, I mean, they did a post-interview. Who are those guys on Golf Channel? They all suck. Has anyone ever noticed that every personality on Golf Channel is horrible? Like, I have no... They interviewed some girl who, like, followed some of the people, and it, it just reminded... It, it would just be like... I feel yeah. like if I recorded Nick, and I was just like... um, Like your experience level in talking live like it's just a ton of ums the only good guys are you making fun of me no no not no i'm just saying like you, we aren't like prepared to do stuff like that and i feel like neither are half of their members like, but then the members that are good like what's brandle shambly yeah like he's he's like smart but he's so boring and also like kind of an idiot if, if you're a tool if you work for the golf channel um, you know, fire contact everybody. Jackson and just, and no, we'll, just we'll fire everybody, dude. Like, take a note from any other sport. Like, you you need a you need a personality. No one gives a fuck about these people, man. You need a Stephen A. You need someone who like. I have no desire to watch Golf Channel for any other personalities ever, except Breed. Maybe five years ago. Speaking of speaking of Golf Channel, though, did you guys see um, a bunch of articles were circulating today about Tiger Tracker? Uh, like so that. that well, that account's done. What? what? Yeah, the Golf Channel ended it. Like the Masters was the was. The oh, last I didn't tournament. know Golf Channel ran Tiger Tracker. Yeah, that's why the handle was GC Tiger Tracker. Oh, so shit. wait, wait, wait. But, so why the yeah tell, talk more? So like the big one of the big things with Tiger Tracker over the years was everyone was always trying to figure out his identity. Oh. You know, it was never actually said, but uh, it turns out it was actually eight people. Oh. Like. So they, they had tons of meetings to, like, make sure that all of their tweets sounded the same between people. Like, they made the same references. Um, like, they just kept rotating people, like, depending on who was going to what tournament so that nobody would know who was there every time. So they'll do that. Dude, this then... pisses me off. No, that, that just pisses they'll... me off that they had to end it. Why'd they end it? Oh, people are pissed. Uh, Golf Channel just 
I, I, I don't remember their exact reasoning reasoning for it. I don't think they, they wanted to lose. I think it was partly financial. Uh, it's a fucking Twitter account. So you're telling me they paid eight people to run a Tiger tracker that literally anybody could do just by watching the tournament. Well, I mean, no, Sean, two people can run. It that wasn't. Account. It wasn't. It wasn't eight people at a time. No, I know. Like but it was in just total. Yeah, like but, on the team. No, but they were already golf golf channel people. Like no, they were just I, personnel. I, it was I know, just they happened to be at the tournament. I. Oh, okay. That makes sense. But, like, they'll they'll go into all that effort for Tiger Woods Tracker, yet they'll continue to put Michelle Wee in positions she should not be speaking. Like, Oh, she's horrible. So, I... <laughs> Apparently, half the people at Golf Channel didn't even know who was running Tiger Tracker. Like, it was really? a secret there, too. Uh, that's kind of cool. It's pretty impressive, but... That's, like, the only cool thing Golf Channel's done in I, ten years. I was thinking about it, like, it makes sense that it's eight people, because if it were just one person, like, that would have been figured out. You would have been able to figure out who was inside the ropes with Tiger. I don't understand every tournament. Who, who cares? Why? Why do people care who's who's ran the Twitter? What, what's the fucking deal? It was, it was just a big mystery. Like people just wanted answers. Why? There was a whole subreddit de- dedicated to it. I love Tiger Tracker. It's, that just pisses me off. It like, could be like there's Rory trackers. There's female trackers. It's just people watching. You can run any of these accounts just by watching the golf tournament. I mean, yeah, I have a tracker account. Exactly. <laughs> so why was everyone trying to figure out? Tiger Woods because tracker. it was just so like because that's literally like, that was the original tracker. I understand. They started, but I just still who gives a fuck. I don't understand. I I mean they had like Tiger Tracker had a cult following, like people loved. Well, tiger it was tracker. super convenient anytime Tiger Woods was playing. It, 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 turn on the tweet t- notifications. Yeah, t- you turn them on, but it's like five other Tiger Tracker exists. Yeah, there are a lot more now. So but, like uh, this was like just the original the one, the OG one, the yeah. one, and the biggest by far, the one you'd put a ring on. Yeah, I would I'd yeah. put a ring on it. Well, that is the one. <laughs> I don't well, know. okay, yeah, cool, good for you, Golf Channel. Not good for them. They fucking got rid of Tiger Tracker. That's all they had going for them. Well, I'm I'm almost kind of like ready. I don't know if the end of Golf Channel would mean the end of copyrighted PGA Tour stuff, but I. No, that's like PJ Tour. I, golf needs to figure their shit out, man. How is this still a thing? We talk about this like, I we've been doing this podcast for like two years now, and officially for w- less than one. But this is all. How, how, how are they so fucking dumb? I just it's frustrating. I don't even want to think about it. It's okay. too, it's too hey. frustrating. All right, well, I could change, really use a hug to change topics. Um, I saw I saw an Instagram post. I don't remember if it was... I think it was Golf Channel, maybe. I don't know. Uh-oh. Today, but uh, apparently Bryson last season broke the record for percentage of putts made inside 10 feet. He was 91% inside 10 Whoa. feet. Jesus Christ. That is fucking insane. But when I call him my 2021 Masters prediction, I get called crazy. 90%. I mean, I don't, Who calls you crazy for that? Every troll on the internet. Uh, well, that's just trolls on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I seriously think. We'll 90 do a, or 91? It was, it was 90 point like 7 or something like that. That's ridiculous. Know. That's unreal. Like just thinking about 9 times out of 10 you're going to make that putt. 9 it's times out of 10 you're going to make a putt inside 10 feet. That is unbelievable. Inside 10 feet? Yeah. Yeah, and it was like well over 1,000 putts total i like, fucking hate that, that he made like 900 off. something out of a thousand something why does that piss you off because how the fuck do you get that good just go play golf 
It's not that simple. I mean, I mean, it kind of is. The inside ten feet putt is also like I just feel like stats like that are also deceptive. Like just when you think about them, like when whenever you say inside ten feet, everyone starts thinking eight, nine, ten footers. Oh yeah, but like one. Nobody thinks about the the one foot. Yeah, Yeah, the two foot. Yeah, no, I know. I kind of want to keep that stat. I feel like we should keep stats in Houston and and evaluate us versus PGA pros, even though we're playing significantly easier courses. It wouldn't be pretty. No, but I want to I see mean, just there, how there there's be. there's tons of software that can tell you like your strokes gain. Yeah, like that. Yeah, apps. Like I, I I'm gonna do that in Houston. I want to see. I want to see it all. I want to see exactly where I need to improve yeah, because man. if I'm putting anything under the 91 percent from inside 10 feet next season, I'm I'm gonna be. Can PO'd. I can I just tell you right away where you need to improve? Everywhere. Well, I I was gonna say I, I don't think, golf. I was gonna say I don't think my golf game has a has a like. Strong suit to it. I was gonna so say I, mentally, but then yeah, I, but I, that was like more high school. Now I feel like you're kind of mentally, physically, athletically. Well, uh, you're too short to play golf. Uh, I've you always need better golf shoes. Yeah, well, uh, mentally you need, you need clubs. Um, you need clothes. Mentally, yeah. I'm always gonna be a beast on the course. You might just need a whole new like a whole new everything. Honestly, Maybe. so here's what we're gonna do. You're gonna quit playing golf. Wait a year, and you're gonna you're gonna pick it back up, lefty. You're gonna go all in, and we're gonna see. I'm gonna one better you. I'm gonna one better you. Do it, Dan McLaughlin. Ten thousand hours, two thousand and fourteen <laughs> or twelve. Whenever he started it, I'm sure like one person will know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. He picked up a golf club. He was like an accountant or something. Never played golf before. Quit his job. And I was on the PGA Tour. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like 35 when he when he started all this, or 32 or 33, whatever. Not the right age to start it at, basically. And um, he only putt for eight months. I've told you guys this before. Yeah. Only putt for eight months. Which didn't, is crazy. How long does it take you to get good at putting? Didn't take, didn't touch another club other than a wedge and a putter for the first eight months because he worked his way. I think it took him like two years to hit driver. He waited two years to hit a fucking drive. Did he like have instructors or was this yeah. just all him? Okay. No, he had instructors. He, would, he, actually, had, he had an instructor that recommended he only putt for eight months? Yeah, it was like he, but the instructor what? was like the pro at their club, which I would assume would be like this going to Old Orchard and asking Doug. Like, this instructor might have been on hard drugs. <laughs> well, it, it's just so funny because it's so old. And I mean, realistically, if you were to want to try to do the 10,000 hour Dan plan, you, I would take the Bryson approach and just add 50 pounds of mass. But he, how do you how, not maybe learn how to swing a golf club? How do you yeah, not? If you've never sw- swung a golf club, that's probably the first step. How do you I mean, not get a driver for two years? How, how do you have like no desire to? And how do you see that benefiting your game? Because the way he, because the whole purpose of it was, you know, the based off the book, ten thousand hours or outliers. So, Wait, he, you read a book. Yeah, of course. I I read a lot of. You haven't seen my library. I have a lot of books. <laughs> have. <laughs> he's read a lot of. Sum- <laughs> yeah, that's a good. He's, he's read a lot of summaries of books. <laughs> no, I no, I, just, I don't buy books just to fucking have them. <laughs> <laughs> he gets gifted a lot of books. Doesn't read them. I don't think I've ever been gifted a book. But anyways, really. So his what he was trying to do was like spend. Because he would go four or six hours a day of deliberate practice focusing. He wanted to master every single club and then m- move his way up to driver. And in his mind, once he perfected the driver, that's when he would be on the PGA Tour. Is he on the PGA Tour? Um, well, no. besides the fact that he's probably like 40 
too. Yeah. Now. So the injuries derailed him very after like four years. Yeah. I think. I think he made it to like sixty five hundred hours, which is really impressive. It's what did like, his handicap get down to? It, it was scratch. Yeah, it was scratch. He he was he was breaking par. He, yeah. He was shooting seventy. He was shooting. Did cars. you see him play? In- Nick, he documents it. You fucking cock. <laughs> so yes, I saw him play on the videos. Yeah. Editing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he never played golf. It was stall. It was all a lie. <laughs> it's, it's actually just crazy to me because I'm sure he made no money doing this because this is in like 2012 and YouTube. You're not. He he. It wasn't even YouTube. It was like blog videos. So, so I'm sure this guy was still working like a full time job. No, he quit, he his, quit job. his job. You he'd talk about his struggles like he he would like he had to become pretty much like a minimalist. He quit his job and did this for four years. This kid might have been more. I think this guy needs mental help more than anything. No, it, I thought it was a really it was a really cool. And it, yeah, I mean, it, it's a super cool. It's idea. a very it's cool idea. Financially practical. And he picked up like I mean he made a lot of fans. He but injuries derailed. He made it to sixty five. 6,500 at least, I would say. Four years. Like, that's dedication right there. He's in Washington, too. There's videos of him, and it's snowing, and he's hitting, like, fucking wedges for a half hour in the snow. And Good for this him. This random Seattle course or whatever I would, he's from. I would love to see that, like, repeated with, like, an average high school golfer. Like, once they graduate high school... You know, just have them forego college and just commit the next four years to getting ten thousand hours of practice in. Dude, it'd be so cool. We we Nick and I tried to uh, remember two summers ago. We tried to launch our own ten thousand hours series. Didn't didn't gain much traction, so I think no. we had to shut it down. I think since then you're about you're at about three hours. <laughs> what of total practice? No, for Nick. Me. So yeah, it was like it was three Nick. and a half hours. It was Nick's. Uh, like we were documenting Nick's journey to well, ten thousand hours. Yeah, I remember that. But I'm saying for you, <laughs> when you said it originally, it made it sound like you were involved. But then I remembered oh. the whole thing. But I would honestly say, what what do you think you've spent at the range since then? Three hours. Well, I mean, we've been hitting the range a lot. Before uh, that, when was the last time you hit the range? <laughs> well, I mean, some of the boys would go to the range, and I, I'd say like twice a summer I'd hit the range. Wow. Nice. <laughs> Maybe once a summer. Just it's shocking that you're as good at golf as you are. I I know it's almost impressive. If I hadn't like known you for seven <laughs> years and like I heard you talk about golf, I'd be frustrated. <laughs> like I, it makes sense given that you, you played a lot in high school or whatever. Yeah, but. I did play a lot in high school. That's my favorite part about all the hate is like everyone who hates on all of our videos. Like we could beat ninety nine percent of all of them. It's just yeah. funny. Um, but 40 oh before we end this podcast i want to apologize because i mean the last two episodes we said we were going to have a guest i'll stop saying we're going to have a guest but um <laughs> like the guest is i won't say when but he's like we have a schedule we have a time ready we've got it all ready but sunday was my fault today was not his fault but his pr team his his team's fault he has um, a team so you know he's big yeah so like it it's it's all good. I just um, I I feel bad because I, I I was very excited. Nothing against him, but I'm just I feel bad for the listeners. Side I, note: Who do I who do I talk to about getting a PR team? Well, I wouldn't know that. All right, you're gonna be my new PR guy. All so. right, guys. So Sean's decided to end this podcast here. Um, he hopes you guys enjoy it. He wants you guys to leave a review and a rating, and uh, he wants you guys to follow. 
At Nick Babs. Yeah, and <laughs> at Will. Okay, and yeah, um, that's it from Sean's PR team. Uh, Nick, what do you got? Uh, my PR team. You don't have a PR team. <laughs> His mom's his PR it's team. Just, so you it's just you. Um, saying goodbyes. Yeah, no, I, I'll send me a DM if you want to, you know, hang out. It really sounded like you were about to say have sex. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't. Know. I didn't like that at all. I no. kind of want to clip this for for uh, for your misses. Oh my god, please! Uh, no, I just meant like I, a fra- just like, I, oh he's my just god. Like, send me a DM if you want. Oh no, 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 Nick's nope, girlfriend. Nope, if you're nope, listening okay, to this yeah. right now, DM text Nick the word banana. Anyways, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Uh, Not whatever. Thank was. you for listening and cheers.